The idea of making and tinkering was always in the DNA of, of the scout movement. A major part of weekly meetings is to improve crafting skills. If you think of, of the scouting camp, scouts are able to build complete cities within no time on a green field. Welcome to Kids Lab, a podcast for parents, educators, and everybody interested in STEAM education. In this episode, I'm talking to Johannes Engelke, the initiator of Scout Lab. Scout Lab is part of a German scouting club that organizes workshops and events around topics such as the internet, electronics, or the maker movement. So, full disclosure, Johannes is a longtime colleague at SAP, and the idea for this episode arose during a coffee corner chat. Johannes is also a scout since his 10th birthday. He started in a small group in Hamburg, where he also did his first steps as a group leader. Later, he started digitizing the German VCP scouts. He helped building websites, doing social media and organized the office IT in Hamburg. His current mission is to integrate digital topics into the education curriculum of young scouts. At SAP Labs Munich, Johannes engages in a local initiative called Steam Kids that teaches kids the basics of coding during one-day workshops at SAP. So Scout Lab is an initiative of a German scouting organization. In their workshops, they engage kids in activities with the Raspberry Pi, Arduino, Microbit, and also 3D printing. In this episode, I would like to explore the intersection of local youth organizations like scouting clubs and STEAM education. I'm curious to find out how they include elements of STEAM education, such as coding with the Microbit, into their organization's activities. To see some images from their workshops and, of course, for all links mentioned during the show, please visit kidslab.dev. Okay, hi, Johannes. Great to have you on the show. How are you today? Hi, Sven. Thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, talk about my two passions, which is scouting and digital making. Yeah, very cool. So I guess before we talk about STEAM education, Johannes, at Scout Lab, I guess we need to find out what is scouting all about. So for many people in the US, I believe this will be pretty common and pretty known, but at least to me here in Germany, it's not very known. So what is scouting all about? So the uh, Scouts are the biggest youth on, uh, organization uh, around the globe, founded by Sir uh, Robert Baden-Paul more about than uh, 100 years ago. In the Commonwealth, it is now a worldwide youth and education organization, including almost every country around the globe. So as you can see, there is not only one scouting organization, it's a global movement with many different flavors, but all committed to one goal, to prepare kids to be better humans. So what does scouting mean in practice? I mean, I'd have questions like, uh, when do you meet, for example, how large is your group size or the, the organization? And what are the, I'd say, the educational principles of scouting? The scout education is based on the scout method. Educational principles formulated by Baden-Paul. They have been pretty new when they have been uh, invented 100 years ago, but many of them made it into the, the mainstream. Probably the best known one is learning by doing. I think everybody knows this this claim and uh, it's, it's specifically also in the uh, software industry. You, you try to program something and you do it just, uh, you learn it just by doing it. 
in general, the scouting group is a, a small team. A, you could call it a two-pizza team meeting frequently once a week. Besides these frequent meet meetings, it's important to go into the nature, experience adventures as a group, as a team. We have many camps during the year, and there are some big events like the World Scout Jamboree, where thousands of young people from all over the world are meeting once every couple of years. So does scouting at a Christian scouting organization like, like yours somehow differ from a scouting organization in general? In general, not. So the religion is uh, one way or the other part of most scouting organizations or scouting groups. Baden Paul stated in his scouting method that a scout is spiritual, but open for other religions too. He underlined that there is a big overlap in all religions, like helping each other, seeing the good in the creation and so on and so forth. If we focus on those things which are common between the different religions, um, it is absolutely not uh, natural to be inclusive to people from other religions or atheists, uh, atheists and so on too. Nevertheless, uh, the Verband Christlicher Pfadfinderinnen und Pfadfinder, the VCP Scouts, is a Christian organization. So we do some prayers. Uh, some of the songs we have are inspired um, by, by, uh, by uh, Christian songs. Um, we are involved in the local and countrywide uh, church community. So we support certain events and help wherever it's needed. Everybody is aware of this background. So everybody is supporting it, no matter if he's Christian, Muslim or atheist. So we are welcoming anybody, but we ex expect that everybody is supporting where it's needed and acknowledging our foundation. So you initiated Scout Lab, uh, which is a part of your engagement in a German Christian scouting organization. Can you outline how you had the idea and how Scout Lab was created initially? The idea of making and tinkering was always in the DNA of, of the scout movement. A major part of weekly meetings is to improve crafting skills. Uh, if you think uh, of, of the scouting camp, scouts are able to build complete cities within no time on a green field. And what's most amazing for me, basically nobody had it has a professional background in this domain. It's just a natural part of what scouts are doing. At some point, I figured out that we can all all these things um, in the offline world. So we, we know how to do woodworking, we know how to build tents, how to build cities and so on. But as the internet is changing everything around us, we have to broad, broaden our scope and enable our participants to learn the same things online or on the edges between online and offline too. Um, by the way, an interesting thing is even Baden-Paul back in the days saw some, some major disruption with the invention of, um, of the radio. So he also claimed that you have to have a look in this new technology because that's where the future is. So what are some of these workshops that you offer and how do you decide what to offer? So the Scout Lab program is a, a country or organization-wide program and it consists out of three major components. The first one is education and training. We are training our Scout leaders to be able to integrate digital topics into their daily work. Um, doing online and offline courses to help them. And uh, yeah, the second topic is infrastructure. If you compare uh, to other activities like um, woodworking or so on, uh, all these digital topics are pretty resource intensive. So if you think uh, you need to buy for a group of 10 people micro bits, you're pretty quickly spending a few hundred dollars on this topic. So we provide the material for rent that the group leaders can rent it 
on a central place for a few weeks. And after they they did their project with the kids, they can send it back to us and we rent it to the next one. And the third pillar is our local activities. For some major camps, we are providing central workshop for kids in different age groups. Um, as the entire space of STEAM education is pretty is a pretty new domain um, compared to, for instance, teaching poetry or carpentry or whatever, <laughs> uh, we're use, um, using one of the core scouting methods. We're doing uh, using learning by doing. So most cases we follow our passion, our idea, and checks out what, what is resonating better with the kids. Um, but to be honest, beside all these three main topics I mentioned, there is also one really important thing we, we need to do. We need to encourage the people to include digital topics um, or STEAM topics into their, uh, their daily work. Just to give you an example, all of our scout, scout leaders are able to do woodworking sessions. They do work, uh, workshops and so on, um, telling um, the kids how to do woodworking, independent if they are uh, they they are professional or not. So the scout leaders are in many cases they are lawyers, teachers, and so on and so forth, and they still feel unable to to do those woodworking sessions. In STEAM education, it's completely the opposite. In STEAM education, they expect you need to be a professional programmer, an engineer, or something like this uh, to te teach um, those skills. So our goal is to change this and to enable everybody inside um, our organization to include STEAM topics in their program and teach those topics with confidence uh, that they, they know what to do. So I'd say the intersection of scouting and STEAM education is really very interesting. And I'm wondering if you somehow combine both, like, for example, programming the microbit and then using the compass or the sensor compass of the microbit to learn to navigate, for example. So is this some of your goals to combine these things in such a way we are definitely doing this uh, but to be honest programming and electronic tinkering are uh, super interesting topics and i i like uh, will help every everybody who likes to do something in this space but really more interesting for me and i think also for for the uh, for for an education organization like the scouts is how things are changing one example is we teach all our scouts how to use a paper hiking map Uh, together with a compass. So how do you navigate um, using a paper map? This is specifically if important if you think about a, a multi-day trip somewhere in the outback uh, with no electricity. Uh, so in the past, we could expect that every kid has seen some kind of paper map. Uh, maybe their parents have been travel traveling by car and need a, a road map or anything like this. So you could rely on some, some basic foundation. Nowadays, nobody is using a paper map anymore. As I personally believe it is important to know how to use one, we need to change the way we are teaching uh, the use of, of both the online map as well as the, uh, the paper map. So what we are doing now is we are having a look into Google Maps, which basically every kid has seen at some point. And uh, we try to understand the parts we can see in Google Maps, uh, how it is transferred to the paper map. How are we, we directing the, the, the paper map in the right direction using a compass? What Google Maps, for instance, is doing automatically. On top, we need to enable our kids to, um, to use those electronic tools wherever possible, especially uh, that they're enabled to use those in, a, in an emergency situation. Because if you have any help, maybe from, from an electronic device, 
in a uh, in a in a problematic situation, you should use it and to to get out of this trouble. Later on, you can focus back on on the um, the classic tools like paper maps and so. So, looking back at all the years that you run Scout Lab, what are the things you learned when it comes to running the workshops and also engaging kids in these technology topics? I think the, this is something which amazed me all the time that there are basically no limits. Um, people constantly say, I can't do this or I can't do this, that I don't understand it, whatever. And that's, that's for, that's not true. With, if you have enough passion and dedication to something, you can do everything. And uh, specifically in the digital world where, where everything is just a mouse click away. Um, it, the result might be not as good as, uh, as if a professional would have done it or maybe takes long, more time or whatever. Uh, but if you really want something, you can do it. And at the Scout Lab, I can see frequently how kids uh, are achieving extraordinary things just by being focused, creative, and persistent. Um, your role as a leader, trainer, or teacher is to find find the right goals for the kids and encourage them to follow their idea. Um, they have to push hard, but they are able to achieve great things in a supportive environment. Sounds very cool. So you mentioned already how uh, you have to prepare a lot when you do electronics workshops, for example, right? Or when you teach coding with a micro bit, you need a lot of micro bits, for example. So um, I'm wondering when you're running these workshops outside during a camp, for example, how do you actually get the power even, right? And how where do you store the electronics? I mean, so what's has this happened before or are the scout lab meetings just purely inside? For every occasion, there are different workshops. One thing you can easily do are workshops using the cell phone. Um, for instance, it has never been easier to do photo workshops as everybody has a pretty good camera and the edit editing tools are right in your in the palm of your hand. So this is something you can, can always do because most of the kids have a cell phone with them and uh, you, you can start. Um, they are, are somehow... Uh, can survive in the outside. Some uh, workshops are better done inside. Tinkering at the campsite is sometimes a bit tricky, but on bigger camps, we have the infrastructure like, like electricity and so on um, to do any kind of workshop. And in many cases, you can do parts outside and just for a few things, you move insides or store those things in a car or something like this. For example, um, I did a um, 3D printing workshop on a big camp and we did the entire 3D modeling um, outside in a tent using laptops and if, after we finished with the modeling part we just exported the uh, the 3D models and printed them using a printer which was located in a storage room to, to keep all the dust out. So there are many options about what, where and how we are and, and we are still learning what works best in particular scenario. I'm sure in, 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 in two years at the next big, huge national camp, uh, we will have a complete new set of workshops ready and uh, we will try out how they are working in, under those conditions. Uh, we will try which are resonating best, which are working best, and what do we need to change to make them work on a, uh, in a remote location. <laughs> Sounds really exciting. <laughs> Very cool. So I'm switching topics a bit. Um, you also play a key role at SAP Munich when it comes to STEAM Kids, which is an SAP initiative to teach kids the basics of coding. So what's special about this initiative and what do you think are the benefits of using the Calliope Mini? Many of the listeners will actually know what it is. It's a single board computer for teaching coding education uh, that you're using for these day workshops. 
So the goal of the STEAM Kids workshops is to teach kids, kids some fundamental coding skills within one day. So we start with a half-day guided learning uh, exercise, teaching them how to program the Calliope Mini. And in the second half of the day, the kids are working on their own ideas in, in form of a small hackathon. It is pretty impressive to see what they can achieve with just in this little with just this little training. Independent from the Calliope Mini, I think it's really important um, that first programming classes have some some hardware involved. Uh, having something physical is so much more powerful than just displaying characters on a screen. This is especially important as the kids are already struggling to understand what happens inside the, their their code, the code they, they build. Just imagine you need to, to learn again what is an if clause, what's in loop, and so on and so forth. Having those physical um, devices they, they can touch, they can interact with, is somehow bridging uh, this virtual abstract thing called code with their with their reality with their physical reality and at the end this allows them to make more sense of their code and flattens the learning curve and and be more productive and faster in, in getting those things so i would assume that the corona crisis has also hit scout lab uh, the or the initiatives of scout lab pretty hard i know for sure that uh, the steam kits workshops for example have been canceled since I think early 2020, but at least here in Germany, I think we're coming to a time or to a new normal basically, right? So we have some restrictions, but we can also kind of live with them. So it's a bit time to look forward and also synthesize some of the positive outcomes of the crisis. What do you think you learned from the crisis, especially when it comes to running the workshops? So one interesting thing is um, for this year, we planned something, uh, planned a series of, of online trainings, of webinars um, at the beginning of 2020. So we performed our first webinar and the idea was to try out the, the format of a web webinar if we could use it in a scouting context to uh, educate uh, our leaders, to, to teach them new skills and so on. And uh, right after our first webinar, we um, there was a lockdown. And now from, from, from this day on, Basically, all the different teams who had planned um, offline events um, were were starting to doing it to to do webinars uh, for their topics. So um, I think Corona, this Corona situation, has shown us how important and how helpful those digital tools are. And I expect due to, to this awareness, more people feel, feel encouraged to adapt those topics. And at the end of the day, everybody will feel comfortable to do workshops in the digital domain. Yeah, let's hope that. So, Johannes, thank you so much for the time and all the best for the future. Have fun. Thanks, Sven, for inviting me. And um, if you're interested, please check out scoutlab.de for the German-speaking people. Of course, we'll also put that into the show notes. Thank you. The intersection of scouting and STEAM education. That's what we explored in this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to visit kidslab.dev for the episode's blog post and links. In the next episode, I'm talking to Deborah Carter from New Tech Kids, an after-school workshop space for kids to learn about 21st century technologies. Music